0: wow i'm super excited one more time i know you were able to learn a lot from the law of progression you loved it i'm sure you put some of the things into practice i'm sure but in case you are doubting yourself and you're like i can't do this trust me by the help of the holy spirit you can be able to do this anyways so today it's a brand new day i would call it a brand new day because it's When I almost get to end the podcast. Okay, not ending, finishing it now. But we are getting closer to the finale of the season. Yes, so get yourself ready. Today we'll be talking about the law of harvest. You will reap what you sow. You can't sow maize and reap apples. I have never seen that. It only happens in sci-fi movies right (laughs) yes anyway so get yourself ready as we do this but remember to share the link with someone else even as you're listening to this law of harvest. So you see, every farmer knows the law of harvest. In case you're next to a farmer or your parents is a farmer or you the parent who is listening to this, you're a farmer, or you have friends who are farmers, this law really applies. You will actually ask them, and it's true by the way. So what he plants is what he will reap. If he plants corn, he will reap corn. If he plants watermelon he will reap watermelon what you sow is what you reap period simple as that it's a principle and it will never change because that's how God made it to be so each of us is planting a crop with our lives our lives we get to plant crops with our lives our actions are the seed so whatever we do is a seed we are sowing in our lives is the crop. So whatever seed we sow reflects on what crop we will have. So the actions we indulge in, the actions we keep, the habits we keep, uh, working on, or making sure we be perfect at, if it's negative, we shall also have the negative fruits, which is from our crop. If it's positive, we shall also have the same. So sometimes in the future we will reap a harvest that harvest will be according to our actions so when you engage in sex outside marriage you are sowing seeds of immorality simple period there is nothing above this there's nothing below this it's simple as that you are sowing seeds of immorality at some future time you will reap the harvest from what you so sometime or someone may, may say, but I do not believe in the law of harvest. You're believing or not believing, it will not affect its operation. It is that simple. It's just like a story is told about this young man who kept going to school. And every time he would go to school, he would uh, look at like, there's a ground that had been tilted for, for planting. And he would pass by the first time, like, pass the second time. So when he went back home, he got uh, beans that were were not were not going to be used or they were not going to be cooked or baked. So he moved and he just threw it. He's like, I just want to throw this here. Not knowing, so every time it would pass, it would see the beans germinating. He's like, but I didn't intend for this to grow. The thing is whether you intend or not intend, whether you somersault or not somersault, whether you do gymnastics, whether you don't, whether you burn a house or not burn a house, as long as the decision or the habits you have made has been made, it will come up to something. So that is it. You believing and not believing will not affect the operation of your, uh, your, 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 your planting. It's simple as that. You reap what you have sown. So if you sow, whether you believe that it will germinate or not, trust me, it will germinate. It's just like that, 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 that the whole field that when you jump up, gravity applies to you, whether you are Muslim, whether you are Christian, whether you are Buddhist, whether you are a pagan, like whether you are a magician. When you jump, you will have to come down. Period. That's the law. It's simple as that. Simple as that. So, in a physical realm, there is a natural law called the law of gravity that I was just explaining. You may not believe in it, but it operates just the same. If you jump off a 10-story building, you will suffer the consequences, regardless of whether you. Uh, I mean, regardless of whether or not you believe in the law of gravity or not. The same is true with the law of harvest. It operates constantly. Whether you believe in it or not, it is going to happen. So television and movies are guilty of promoting the big lie in sexual matters. What is it? The big lie is sex is fun. No one has to pay the consequences of sex outside of marriage. Lie, I would say it that way. I wish I could, I could, I could say my action or my my voice could make the big lie out there. So, on TV and in the movies, the large majority of sexual encounters are between people who are not married to each other. Night after night on TV and in the movies, you can see people jumping into bed with those other than their marriage partners it all seems so exciting and apparently there is no bad consequences young people see this and think this is the life but it is a lie it's not the life it's a lie they are being deceived you are being deceived by what you watch on tv it is not true because when you get into that whole process of giving yourself away the consequences are real there's no one who's going to be like okay right now let's switch this gear, let's put like a soundtrack to this all action life living real reality thing that is happening no it is never going to be that way so where is this lie from the media claims to tell it like this literally it does that way but they do not know that they are affecting many of us young people So every day i told thousands of people become infected with sexually transmitted diseases. That is reality. But when have have you ever watched anyone on TV or in the movies contract an STD? Or you do not see it happening to them? Maybe no one on TV pays the price of illicit sex. But in real life, you do. The law of harvest is sure. If you sow the seeds of immorality, you will reap bitter fruit. Some people think that sex out of marriage is okay so so long as it is responsible sex. This means take proper precautions so you do not get pregnant or get some sexually transmitted diseases. But sex out of marriage is sin before even the diseases, before the avoiding of pregnancies and using all of these Uh, many, whatever you would want to call it, it is already a sin. So whether or not you take precautions, to say otherwise is like saying there is nothing wrong with shoplifting as long as you don't get caught. But at the same time, it is theft or robbery. It is bad enough when you have to suffer for your own wrongdoing. You see, sometimes we have people in our lives who try to push us to the right track, who try to help us and we don't see it because we feel they are doing something that doesn't connect with us. We, we don't love it. We, we don't like it. We, we feel like you are oppressing us. It's our bodies. It's our right. It's our fault. No, 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 no. It's not that way. You gotta make the choice. You gotta make the choice. You got to stand up for the right thing. You won't die because you didn't have sex. Keep yourself pure. You will enjoy all those those awesome, pleasurable moments when you are married to your with only your spouse. Just that, not James, Brenda, and Queenie. No. It's going to be gems and Brenda. That's it. So it's bad enough for you to to suffer your wrongdoing when people are like, no, I, I see the way you, you're trying to sow the seed of spending time alone. You're trying to sow the seed of holding hands and pecking and kissing. You're trying to sow the seed of uh, engaging in, in caressing and all that. You're trying to sow the seed of dressing in, in, uh, like in, in an improper way to attract guys, to touch you in a certain way. You're trying to sow the seed of vulgar languages. You're trying to sow the seed of, of speaking sexual talks or texts or as uh, I could say sexting or uh, texting about sex to another person or or involving yourself in watching things that you're unworthy to watch and you think it's not a wrong thing it is a wrong thing and people try to help you from that they try to correct you they try to speak to you but you feel like I don't understand this and I hate it when people tell me that no, 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 no no. be humble and learn because someone is trying to help you from falling into a ditch. But it is even worse when an innocent person, someone you love, suffers for what you did. Oh no, it's so bad. So this is it. Like a lot of other young men, Joe tried to see how many girls he could seduce. He tried. In the process of, he contracted a sexually transmitted disease. In the process of seducing, which ended up into sexual relations and boom into not knowing the status of I think, anyways, I don't know how I can say this to young people. I've never had any young person who says, you know what, let's go test and check for our status, uh, HIV status, or um, like all the status for different uh, disease issues and what. Most times, when the body says, let's do this, it does that. And you get to realize the repercussions later that you have not done that's why when you're intending to get married, I don't know about in the Western world, but in an African setting, it's something that it's really, really, really important and key, especially in church, that um, before you get married, you need to, the spouses or the fiancés. I mean, the fiancée needs, both of them need to know the other person's status. Like, are they okay? Are they well? Are they healthy? So that in case you make a choice and be like, you know what, I am want to marry them the way they are, and you're okay with it? That's up to you. But I've never seen it happen with young people. Young people, you see, when you're getting involved in sexual relations, nothing like that happens. You never go out to a doctor and be like, "Let's check. We want to do our test and what?" Before we, no. What we do is we want to grab what is supposed to be for marriage, practice it here. Then when we get to the other side, we are actually ripping. Oh no! Make a better choice. Just like Joe did make not a better choice, but he made a wrong choice. And I want you to learn from his story. So in time, he settled down and married a lovely young lady. This couple had a little son born to them, born blind due to the disease of his father not long after this his young wife died of the same cause then one night in his terrible grief and guilt this young man took his baby in his arms and drove to the graveyard there standing over the grave of his wife he killed his son and took his own life why guilt things he did way back when he was a teenager him as an adult who was now ready or had made up their mind or had understood that now i can i need to be responsible with my sexuality but when he was a teenager he wasn't seeing this far and that's what happens with many young people when you're being directed or guided you feel like people hate you you feel like people don't understand you you see sex before marriage is a sin and God saying that you can't have sex before marriage is not a punishment it is just a boundary he's put but you still make a choice it's a boundary he's put for you to protect yourself before getting engaged into that intercourse it's just like I have like 5 million Dollars, okay five million dollars and a nice big car and then my daughter comes to me and says excuse me papa I need you to give me a car and I need about like twenty million dollars and guess how old she is she's like five she's five years old and because I love her so much I'd be like, you know what, for your birthday, I'm giving you this car. It's up to you, you can drive the way you want. And then, I'm giving you this money. Spend it the way you want. I would be a very irresponsible father. A very irresponsible father who doesn't care, who pretends to say they love, but they really don't. But what am I going to do? I am not going to do that. That's what God has done for us. He has given this pleasure, this emotional feeling. We have it. But he says that it's only in marriage. So it's very important for us to see it that way. This young man killed himself because of the guilt he had just right there. So if you are going to be involved in sex outside of marriage, then you should take all the precautions you can take. But taking precautions will not prevent the law of harvest from operating. You will reap what you sow. Even if you have protect, you protect yourself as you're having sex, and it's literally sex outside marriage. You protect yourself yourself from being a father, or you protect the lady from getting pregnant. But you won't protect yourself from the law of harvest, which is going to catch up with you as you grow. You may go for a long time and never get caught. There is no pregnancy. You do not get any disease. You do not discover that what you are doing is wrong. But the law of harvest says there will be a harvest, full harvest. This is true and it will happen. You will reap bitter fruit someday. The matter of sowing and reaping is not all negative. There is a positive side as well. If you are one who of those young people with enough courage to go against the crowd and keep yourself pure for marriage, you can look forward to a wonderful harvest. A young girl named Juliana chose to remain alone rather than accompany some of her friends to the parties where they were what they were gonna have some. They were going to have drinks and they were going to engage in sexual immorality. To her friends, it seemed that she was missing out on so many teenage pleasures. Da, you are young. Come move out. Come go out. Come experience life. You live only life once. You're going to be a teenager once. That's what her friends were telling her. But she had her reward later. A friend wrote about her. Look at Juliana. She has a wonderful life and a beautiful man who loves her deeply. She is happy, down to her soul. Julianne is eating the fruit of her obedient life. <sighs> to summarize this, the law of harvest says that you will reap what you sow. Movies and TVs promote the big lie that no one has to pay the price of illicit sex. But it is different in real world. You will reap what you sow. Anyways, I want to conclude this with a story of mine. I know I've been getting feedback from different people saying, by the way, you always start up saying you have a story, then you never tell us your story. Anyways, um, I look back and I'm like, I seriously thank God. Anyways, I was in my um, junior high school and... That's when my feelings were all over the whole place. And just recently, I was sharing with a, uh, a teenager uh, who, who I was being frank with because they, de- like they, they, they were in a relationship that had happened. Like they've been together for three years. And um, of course, she feels like, ah, me, I'm doing the right thing. I, I know what my principles are. And then I'm like, you know what? If you're saying that, how comes your, your boyfriend, you call boyfriend, is busy sleeping around with other girls and you think that for you he's not sleeping around with you he loves you so much no 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 no. if he can do it to others he values you less anyways my story i was in my senior one form one and my emotions was all over the whole place and i was like wow i think i should date making decisions right no one was there no adults to ask i didn't know how to, to start that conversation with my father or my mom but um i had peers i was learning from and i i feel so bad i i i, I pray in you're a parent listening to this please invest time with your teenagers or in your teenagers let them be like let let them be okay or feel okay coming to you and talking to you about these things so in my senior one uh, there was a girl I crashed on because we had a dance together and later I was like ah, not her then I looked at another one I was like I crushed on her and I was like now this one I need to tell her how much I love her how much I care for her and my roomie or my roommate <laughs> in senior one goes ahead before me and lays his lines and the girl says yes and they start moving together i was mad as like who does this i was frustrated then i was like, you know what i think i don't know what to do then I start to develop feelings for her sister who was in, in a higher class in in a scene in senior two form two and i'm in senior one and of course it could be seen that i really desired her she also knew it I also knew that she liked me and I kept on thinking okay when when am I going to tell her this when am I going to tell her this like and it's reached a point and we want to spend time together we want to be alone but we hadn't declared our intentions we were just friends but me I had all of us had intentions of course we needed to take it to another level where we are boyfriend and girlfriend but I'm like uh, I don't want to say that what if I don't keep the end of my bargain anyways so i didn't say anything so she goes to senior four she leaves i'm in senior three we have a new friend who joined school and i liked her because she was pretty and i think she liked me too and we just started doing life together as friends what walking together that's where it ended up into sometimes holding sometimes me carrying her on my laps and it's not right, I feel bad saying these things, but I made choices, silly choices by then and it pushed me to a place of not knowing that some of these things I was going to harvest them as an adult some of the seeds that I've been able to sow but gladly enough as my friends when we are in senior four in a year in a, year, um, in a junior high school final year to go into A level or senior high um, we, we like I said hearing my roommate saying the way, you guys we need to end this year well we need to sleep around with all our girlfriends now me I didn't have a girlfriend I just had people I crushed on and I didn't know who to give this information to there was not any adult in my life not even teachers because I didn't trust them but I'm glad I like, got to go through that that makes me a perfect different father one day. And this girl like the guys the, the planned of course some of them did they had sex with this poor girls Bambi. I would say it that way it's an lamentation for us in Uganda when someone says Bambi it's like oh no sorry or Joe which means oh no. So literally I felt so bad I was like no way why is it happening to these girls? These girls are already mature women right now. They are mothers, I could say, because I've met some of them. And I feel bad because I knew what they did when they were younger. And I'm sure they are things that they are reaping from those decisions they made. Now, me, coward me, quote in quotes, that's how my friends called me. They're like, you get you're a coward. If I were you, I would do this. I'm like, I won't do it. Because I was remembering all the words my dad told me. Parents, make sure your voices... Resonate in your children's minds. Speak to them. Tell them truth. Because when you tell them truth, when you're not with them, that truth is what will save them. My dad told me, you should be very careful. Don't engage in sex before marriage. Then when I would go to church, my mom invested so much in church, making sure I went to church. And uh, they would talk about sex before marriage is sin. I would read my Bible. It says the same thing. So every time I would be thinking, to be like, like thinking of, being like every other teenager, enjoy the pleasures, I would end up making choices just like Juliana did. I'd be like, no, parties, I'm not going. Uh, being alone, I'm not going to do that. Touching, I am not doing. There's a time guys planned and they were like, guys, we are going to school very early and we're going to plan and we're going to touch this girl inappropriately. And they went and they did it and they came back and they were talking about it. They were like, man, you guy, it went down. May I touch this part? May I touch this part? May I touch this part? And of course the teenage me and the emotional me was like I missed that opportunity but then the reality in me was like I'm glad I didn't even put myself in that area because I would not forgive myself for the for the things I would be doing to that girl or touching her inappropriately someone's wife to be anyways the coward me quote unquote how the young people called me by then is the another amazing I mean, is, is an adult right now who is who is um advocating for right things for for don't involve yourself in sex before marriage, stay pure. Uh, an adult who has been tested throughout time, an adult who is who is parenting little little ones, even before they got I mean before they got married or get married and, and, and is able to change lives and touch lives. An adult who is gonna be a perfect, well, awesome father to biological children perfect dad who is already fathering right now even when they're not yet married and they're being a blessing i wouldn't have been any of that if i made silly choices but i made right choices so make choices because you're going to reap from what you sow thank you so much for tuning on to this podcast i know it's been a long one but i'm sorry i had to push longer because this is very important most young people don't see it that way please and please take care of yourself what you sow is what you will reap